Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allicin Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allicin, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And listen to the Nutramedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. And welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. One of my favorite guests of on periodically is Lowell Ponte. And of course, the uh, you have a series of books. You're an amazing author with Craig Smith, who's actually your upline mentor. And uh, uh, by the way, just to mention the phone number right away if you want to order these books, and you get them free, by the way. Believe it or not, it doesn't cost you a cent, including delivery. 800 630 1492. 800 630 1492. And the website is moneymoralityandthemachine.com. So you don't have to put any dots or hyphens or whatever. It's money, morality, and the Um The first thing I want to do is I want to hear your. Intelligent forensic uh, and financial evaluation or forensic investigation of the Mandalay Bay massacre, because um, I think in, in the, the lessons we can learn from that and the forensics in terms of preventing something like this happening again, like this and the one that happened in, in England, in Manchester just a few months ago, is uh, very apropos to the financial things that are coming to the whole world. Um, you know, I talked about the forensics. I'm a certified uh, civil aviation examiner, but also a forensic investigator uh, for trauma, whether it's uh, multiple car accidents or multiple victims of violence, and a medical legal expert by ABIMI in every specialty. So I can tell you, I know forensically what we should be doing to prevent this from happening in the future. If somebody busts a window, this should be a ballistic thing that blows up in the room that knocks anybody in the room to the ground. If there's a fight or somebody got pushed out and hit a window, because these are Lexan windows, nobody should be able to walk or move or even do anything, let alone eating food or shooting a gun, if they mock out a window. Uh, we should also have perimeter control systems and so on. But people should see, think of the same way for your, your finances. They don't realize we're teetering on a series of catastrophes that there's actually more than one Jenga stick that can be pulled that can crash the world economy. And it doesn't have to be here. It can be overseas. Uh, I remember my research into the 1929 crash, and a few things that may or may not be known, you probably know them, is that the thing that caused the Japanese to pull back their investment in Europe and America and elsewhere was they had a major earthquake back in Japan 
months before the 1929 crash, and they pulled back their investments. And the bank saw this as a marker that they wanted to seek their bank solvent, so they actually pulled the the uh, investments in the and in, in their backing of money in the small mom and pop banks across the country. So the event was very distant. It was an earthquake in Japan that caused them to change their investment patterns. That the banks use as an excuse to actually pull the investments of the mom and pop banks banks across the country, and it caused a flood of people wanting their money. Um, there's a lot more dangerous things actually teetering here. We've got the bond market, we've got the commercial real estate market, we've got the Kim Jong Un rocket man ready to do something that we've got a pending trade war with China. We've got Japan's economy teetering on collapse. We've got Europe basically frozen and not growing. Italy and France in 10 years their GDP. So things are not good in the world economy, and we're like a patient economically on life support, and the nurses just stepped on the air hose going to their ventilator. It's not good, is it? And indeed not, and on a smaller scale, of course, we have Catalonia threatening to secede from Spain, the Kurds voting to secede from Iraq, uh, and California threatening to secede from the United States. Uh, that, I suppose, the latter could be a benefit. As to the immediate... <laughs> I, I've changed the name, by the way, from California, because I live here. I've lived here now almost uh, over nine years now, so I've discovered to my chagrin and, and grief that it's actually, although it's a beautiful place to live, um, and the climate is relatively stable, it's only 14 degree temperature between winter and summer. And we do have four seasons here. The pool season is closed. I've changed the name to Comufornia, because it's a communist country here. That, that is an excellent name. As Johnny Carson used to say on the old Tonight Show before it became a political sermon each night, uh, you know the seasons have changed in California when they bring in the green plastic plants and put out the gold plastic plants. Oh, my. There, there's almost too much truth in that. Meanwhile, what do we have laying up out before us? Well, we have the many oddities of this shooting. By the way, the deep conspiracy theories have already begun. I had a, a media a talk show host friend tell me just today, in fact, before this show, that among the strange things he's pondering, what if the man accused of being the shooter in Las Vegas wasn't really the shooter at all? Right. But there were other people in the room who did the shooting and then killed him just before the authorities came in, or maybe an hour before the authorities came in. Uh, so we have someone with no apparent motive other than the fact that his father was on the ten most wanted list as a bank robber many years right. before. Uh, we have the strangeness of Hillary Clinton saying the crowd fled at the sound of gunshots. Imagine the deaths if the shooter had a silencer, which the NRA, the National Rifle Association, the big boogeyman of the left, oh, yeah. wants to make easier to get. Why is that strange? Because there really is no such thing as a silenced rifle. Right. At least of that type. The problem is... When you fire a bullet from an AR-15, unless it's a very rare, custom-made, dot .300 blackout uh, weapon, uh, you, the bullets are going to be supersonic. And that means when you shoot one, the first thing you hear is not just the explosion of the gunpowder, you hear a sonic boom. Right. That's where the jet plane, because the bullet is breaking the sound barrier. Right. And by the way, the other sound that you hear, the other sound you hear if the bullet hits you is you hear the sound of angels because you're dead. Uh, well, 
I mean, the problem is you could shoot a subsonic bullet if you had this dot .300 caliber custom-made AR-15, but that would be a useless weapon to try to shoot at two to 300 yards. It's made for, because a subsonic bullet will not remain stable in flight. Right. And there yeah, and then, yeah, you have to create a supersonic barrier between you and the, and the, and the, and the pressure cone in front of it for it to fly straight, in other words. Now, if this person was shooting uh, .223 ammo, better yet, the military flechettes that we were using in Vietnam, you have an incredibly ugly weapon for shooting at people. And we don't, I don't know that uh, they have, anyone's described these as being flechette wounds, but we've heard a lot of hospital personnel say the wounds are much uglier than anything they see from ordinary street guns in Las Vegas. Uh, 223 flechette would explain that, certainly. Because it's a uh, it's a ballistic that when it hits you, it begins to spin inside your body, and it leaves a much bigger exit hole than it does an entrance hole. Wow! Uh, so it's it's not the kind of thing you would wish to be shot with. But in any event, the point being, if you don't know some ballistics. You're you're quite knowledgeable in this. Well, I am, and my brother-in-law, who's a gun expert, is he explained much of this to me. But the point being. Hillary Clinton showed breathtaking er uh, ignorance to go along with her arrogance. Right. Talking about silencing this kind of weapon. You can't silence a supersonic bullet. You could shoot a subsonic bullet, but they're mainly used by assassins at point-blank range, not by a gunman shooting 300 yards away. What do you think of my idea of having a ballistic a knockdown agent in the ceiling of every hotel room and if you knock out the windows, it knocks everybody to the ground and doesn't hurt them permanently, but it basically disorients them so they can't do anything. Well, including when the next-door neighbor kid with his air rifle or just throwing a rock breaks your window, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, it should, actually, because someone could fall out the window, or there's a, there's a physical fight or an altercation because someone's drunk or on drugs. It would make sense to me to have, have hotel rooms all fed with a ballistic system to knock you down to the ground so you won't harm yourself or anyone else or fall out the window. And you certainly can't shoot anybody from high ground. That should be in every hotel room in this country and every other country. Uh, it's real simple to do, too. Just have it set up with, the, with your alarm systems. It goes off. It tells the people in the security office below. They can run up to the room. The people are knocked to the ground. They can't shoot. They can't shoot back. You don't have to blow the door with a weapon like uh, the, I'm sure they did when they said they, they blew the, the door off to get it in. They said he had already committed suicide. But you wonder, you know, there's a lot of questions here. When you have someone that doesn't have any, any religious or geopolitical history you wonder if he was on a kill you jack drug I call like Prozac I call kill you jack or Selexa uh, but I'd like to know what his metadata shows what are his phone conversations what's his social media what does his girlfriend say his relatives like his brother acts like he's like totally dumbfounded so it suggests some of these other theories might have some traction who knows it will be it will be <clears throat> with nearly And uh, one of the most uh, brilliant and prolific writers I know is Lo Ponte. He used to be a science writer. The information you just gave on ballistics was quite uh, uh, interesting. At the very least, it showed the level of ignorance of the Hilda Beast. That's your other name, by the way, Hilda Beast. It's a good name, isn't it? 
is is a she's not aware of uh, hypersonic ballistics. She's not aware that this man took a simple M16 and upgraded from a single shot to 400 bullets per minute uh, because he just re-engineered the, the the rifle. So you couldn't have registered him because it's illegal to have a fully automatic weapon in America since 1933. Even the military on American soil can't have one, or the police. Oh, Nobody has a fully. This just allows him to bump his finger against the trigger 400 times a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's a bump device, and it, it's <clears throat> arguable. I don't know whether they consider it legal or illegal in Nevada, but I'm sure many many uh, areas would consider it illegal. The point is, we the real, and this is the real issue now. Uh, we are all Israelis. I mean, right. I remember the first time I visited Israel as a journalist, rode across Jerusalem on a bus. There just happened to be three or four Israeli soldiers carrying Galil assault rifles on the bus. Right. I mean, they have one-twelfth or more of the population doing military service any given month of the year. And right. as a result, there are soldiers everywhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, we're losing our audio, too. It's getting all choppy. I wonder if we have to... Let's see if we can dial back uh, Lowell because somehow what's going on with this, the phone connection it wouldn't surprise me because he's often very pressing in his knowledge. Are you still there, Lowell? Yes. Ah, okay, because you went all choppy, choppy. I never choppy. knew I was gone. Well, no, don't be surprised. Listen, uh, I tell people, including in the intelligencies, look, you don't need to be surreptitious or sneaky. If you want something, we'll make you a cup of good tea. You know, because my wife is Canadian and she's American now, but... She'll make you a good cup of tea. We'll give serve you a nice side dish, and you can sit in my office and ask me any questions, and I'll tell you the straight up answers. You don't have to hide or cut off my guess. And by the way, we're going to get it out one way or the other, even if we have to eventually set up a peer to peer network on the dark internet that's not encrypted on prime numbers, and we're going to get the damn information out whether you like it or not. And as I said before, even if you send a SWAT team, I have weapons that are armor piercing and incendiary bombs. So even if you kill me and my family you're still either going to die or have it be dismembered. So you realize I'm fear totally fearless. I'm going to get the damned information out whether you like it or not. So you might as well be nice about it because I'm going to save you and your kitties and your grandkitties too because even if you're an intel agent because I'm going to get the truth out. Now people need to know I'm not like any other broadcaster on this or any other network. And I have above top zero clearance and I've seen a lot of this stuff firsthand. And including forensic stuff, including working with... Uh, the FBI and CDC and radiological and biological terrorism, people need to understand I have first-hand operational understanding of this stuff, and it scares the be jumping out of me. So I'm going to tell you, when I get somebody that's really bright like yourself talking about the forensics, and then we've got a whole bunch of articles to cover today, so I want to get into these too, but um, the Mandalay Bay disaster should not have happened. Uh, we need to take more seriously. There's 10,000 civil detention camps in America uh, of Muslims, and that doesn't include MS-13, Russian Mafia, and other drug gangs. It doesn't include some of these so-called, uh, you know, <laughs> skinheads or white supremacists, which are really quite tiny by comparison to the Muslims and these other drug gangs. But it doesn't include also the fact we have metadata on everybody. Uh, most people don't realize that every nation on Earth is being monitored by our NSA and by Project Omega, conceived in the 1930s in Nazi Germany and completed by George Bush Sr. in the 1980s. 
people don't realize five eyes and so on. we're always watching each other we totally have information like the Santa Rob brothers uh, in the first bombing attack on the World Trade Center in 1993 the FBI actually gave the bomb materials to the Egyptian munitions expert and uh, later this uh, blind Sheikh Rahman was charged with it when in fact he was just a collaborator with the FBI people need to start realizing that I don't know where this is going to go in terms of investigating this guy uh, panic but I can tell you that, that I'm, I'm suspicious that with absolutely no background connection to ISIS or a terrorist group or white supremacists and no religious or otherwise reasons unless he had some kind of kuru or virus eating his brain tissue this looks very suspicious doesn't it? Well in an age when we're <clears throat> seeing our people driven deaf and having their brains swell if they're in Cuba at the diplomatic section who knows what could be used on a, on a potential Manchurian candidate like well, this? I, I, I know. Uh, do, do you know uh, uh, the uh, the guys that work on the original uh, Manchurian candidate projects, Dr. Ewan Cameron? Don't know. S- six years after he was supposed to, he died on a mountain. This is a very tall Scotsman, about 6'5", who worked in McGill University for the CIA, creating Manchurian candidate in uh, mind-wiping technologies. My professor for psychiatry brought him, exhumed him, I guess I guess we should say, from, from CIA uh, death. <laughs> and he actually lectured for three months at my medical school back in 1990, uh, 1974. So you have to understand, I got first-hand knowledge about stuff that's pretty dang scary. And it, it does, I'm not going to theorize yet on what this guy is, but so far his, his background looks too squeaky clean. I mean, you know, yes, his father was a bank robber, but he had no evidence on the fact he was a gambler. He was a multimillionaire real estate developer, and he did was a, a pilot, so he obviously was not stupid. And he was a he was a gun enthusiast. But the fact that he went crazy and punched out windows at 64 and decided to kill a bunch of people doesn't add up. There's something missing from the equation here. No, and there are and, a lot of questions. For example, we have this famous leftist, uh, a vice president at CBS, who said, "I'm actually not even sympathetic." Uh, because country music fans are often Republican gun toters. Yeah, I heard that on uh, Fox. Which yeah, but I but find that, it. But, but that raises the interesting question. I mean, her conclusion we would say is wrong, but her point: Why would you shoot an audience that is predominantly Trump-supporting right wingers, which is what a country music audience will tend to be? If and, and we have some hearsay evidence so far that this guy actually enjoyed country music so why would he pick that particular target <clears throat> well I can, I, can, I can theorize but this is not based on facts or even what I think is the ultimate conclusion but if you're trying to twist, think what I call a screw tape letters minion of Satan's mind okay um, and sure, maybe I'll sure change my voice maybe, maybe I'll change my voice it wasn't the evil Donald Trump but here's, the, here's what I think and I'll change my voice too, just to make it a little bit more dramatic Lord Satan uh, we, we had this guy to, to punch the window out and use a high-powered modified M16 to make hypersonic bullets 400 a minute to kill hundreds of people we tried but <clears throat> we only killed 57 Lord Satan but we did aggravate the right and the left is crazy determined to take away their guns that will surely precipitate civil war now that's the real intention I think remember now the real intention here is to precipitate civil war because if if not after the election, after they, let's say, replace in 2018 or 2020, Donald Trump was the next person, most likely a Democrat, that's pretty damned evil. We're likely to see a 
a real attempt to seize everybody's guns in the country. Now, there's 380 billion bullets and hundreds of millions of guns. If they think that's going to be a simple gunectomy without violence and civil war, they want civil war. They want drones in the air. They want, you know, they want this, don't they? Yes. This is and welcome back. Uh, we, we've got a number of articles. I'll be posting up the links, by the way, today for all these articles you've written. You're quite prolific. Uh, I'm going to run through the, some of the titles. Taxing your patients' business taxes or hidden taxes on you. Next article, a German earthquake shakes uh, Europe's foundation. That's the AFD, the uh, foundation of the, organ, the, the the party that came up, I think, third, that is going to get funding and teaching as well to the German public about uh, nationalism in Germany. Yeah, well, that came up third, but the big thing people need to realize is that Angela Merkel's party and the Social Democrats, the two ruling parties of Germany, both got the lowest proportional vote total they've gotten since the end of World War II. Right. Wow. I mean, they, pretty... they they had a horrible, horrible election. They just were able to eke out a win. Right, but it's basically a limping win. In fact, a limping win, which is what uh, Obama had in the second term, is what we have before there's a major... That earthquake becomes a chasm, okay? The next article is America Needs a Tax Reformation, and we talk about that here shortly. Then uh, you have an article that deals with uh, Antifa and the North Korean nuclear winter. Uh, and I, I'm not sure exactly how you twist this one here, talking about North Korea blasts that could precipitate uh, a uh, nuclear winter, which is really possible. People don't realize you don't need to change the albedo of the Earth a lot of causing a nuclear winter. We're actually heading into a modern uh, mini ice age right now, which will be fully... What, what is so interesting, and I, I am, as you said, for 15 years, I was the roving science editor at Reader's Digest. I'm author of a book called The Cooling many decades right. ago. Right. But anyway, the hurricanes, they've been jumping up and down saying, oh, the hurricanes are proof that global warming is here and it's back and so on. No, 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 just the opposite, my friends. We are having record cold and ice uh, coming early in the far northern hemisphere. Right. And the planet Earth acts like a weather machine. That is, the sunlight falls mainly on the equator and its warmth migrates on right. wind to the North and South Pole. Now, the problem is, if the North Polar region is getting colder sooner than usual, as it is, that means that the warm air that would normally be getting up there is blocked. It is right. being blocked early, and that concentrates it in the tropics, and that causes hurricanes. Right. In so we words, have that, a natural reason for hurricanes coming as we enter a modern cooling ice age period, and the sun's got less sun sunspots. Well, we also know about weather storms. There's actually a movie coming on here. They're advertising. I believe they must have been producing it before these giant hurricanes hit the U.S. and Puerto Rico called Geostorm. You heard about that, right? The Geostorm movie or no, whatever. No, I, I ignore those things. But Yeah, but what I want people to understand is that weather warfare is very real, and I gave the specifics of the technology. They yeah, my, start, my, my book, The Cooling, was about weather warfare. I used to be involved in... Uh, Really? Scientific warfare of that kind. Right. Now, you know how it worked. I talked to first about Hart, but what they were doing, because I talked with the guys who were working on the science behind U.S. Uh, Missile Defense Command, U.S. Space War Command, etc., what we have is we have 
scalar heaters in the upper atmosphere as low Earth orbit satellites, and they've converted the upper atmosphere to a plasma with nanoparticle thorium, strontium, barium, and aluminum. They can pick up these scalar waves and move storm weather systems or set up a harmonic resonant frequency over a fault line to actually trigger off an earthquake either under the ocean or over the land. People need to realize we've weaponized the planet. So the fact that these storms hit America when 12 years ago, the Russians were able to move a storm and a cyclone that was heading toward Sao Paulo for the right rubles, uh, means why did this happen in America? Obviously, the deep state of held back from Trump, the fact that we have weather modification and steering technology. And so these attacks on, uh, on states that were strong, strongly involved with the uh, Electoral College supporting Trump, Texas and Florida, uh, is because the attack is against not just Trump, but against the idea that there is a nation called America. The globalists can't have an America, which is why I believe that if you're going to even theorize even just a new Satan into this, rather than a deep state or some kind of intel agency, that the powers of darkness, whatever you want to label them as, want a civil war in America. Why would you attack a country music festival just as it's closing after God Bless America song an hour earlier? Why would you do that unless you want a civil war? And if you try to take away our guns, you will have one. That's a guarantee. Oh, sure. And why, for that matter, would you try to turn uh, our sporting events into occasions of political hostility and violence? Exactly. And the first is, I have a solution for it. It's real simple. First off, if anybody possesses a gun and is involved with a gang, immediately go to prison. Number two, you arm grandma and make sure she has a gun and gun training lessons and so on, and uh, young people, so they become a civilian militia under the sheriff, not separate like brown shirts like Obama wants, have just as strong as the military. And if the, through the sheriff, if the police need help, and you also make sure the police have vehicles that are protected against high-velocity bullets, and they have body armor, and they have proper equipment, so they don't go in there downgraded uh, lower than the level of violence or equipment or weaponry that the gangs have. The gangs have really high-powered weaponry. Why would you send police officers in to go into a kill zone? And so, you know, now with all the social media, like, you know, after Charlottesville, the police won't go, so it's actually increased black-on-black violence. So more black kids and more black young people and women are dying because the police are backing off because they want the negative press. To me, this is a, I, I'm going to try to get on, um, her name is McDonald from this institute in New York, specifically to talk about this, because people need to understand what they're doing to the police is they're actually depolicing these kill zones, and they're not taking away the weapons from the criminals, are they? No, in fact, if anything, the criminals are getting more weapons. Right. But certainly they're fighting over drug turf and other such things. But remember, the drug turf... If you were a policeman and you could lose your your livelihood, your pension, and be sent to prison for years just for enforcing the law in a rigged legal environment, of course you're not going to want to involve yourself more than is absolutely necessary. Well, that's why the the murder rate has nearly doubled in Baltimore, for example. The police back there after the riots. Right, and so all of this is actually creating a more polarized situation, and this attack, at the very least, if you just induce Satan into it, is because Satan and his minions, whoever they are, want a civil war in America when and if they actually get some laws that they're going to try to ram through, if not now in 2020, if they take over the government, to take away our guns. And two of the things we need, as you suggested, number one, we need defensible space. People should not be going to concerts in tents. I say I hate to say they should be going to concerts in concrete buildings that can't be easily shot through. Right. And number two, we need radical decentralization. 
when you put millions of people together in a city or tens of thousands of people together in a World Trade Center building, you're just asking to be attacked because you've made the target so juicy and easy to attack. Uh, But if people were spread out, as they were in pioneering days, terrorists against our pioneer ancestors would have had very little chance because you couldn't cut people off. People had their own well for water. They they grew or, or shot their own food. They were armed and could protect themselves. They cut their own wood and so on. And all those things made them less vulnerable to a centralized attack. Well, including the, one at a time. Right. The most centralized thing, and I've got, I've got a few solutions here, the most centralized thing is power generation. <clears throat> I contacted a company here in Northern California that makes these hydrogen fuel cell generators. So basically they have these panels that will generate hydrogen directly through light. So light is converted directly to hydrogen, but they are miniaturizing it for homes. They have it in these big things they want for gas stations and so on. So you go up with your hydrogen vehicle and restock it. And I said, well, why don't you do that? Well, that's not our business plan. And I'm thinking if you could have a hydrogen generator, say, on your roof, instead of just a solar panel, you can store it in a hydrogen, you know, non-Hindenburg tank because you can adsorb hydrogen and it's not explosive. And then you could redo your car, have your gas uh, cook stove top, uh, you know, have your not only air conditioning and everything run on it. <clears throat> it's the ultimate way of storing power is in hydrogen. Sure. Yeah. And by the way, back, back in the 1950s, the Atomic Energy Agency uh, was thinking of or had developed prototypes for little, tiny nuclear reactors that every neighborhood could have. Well, well actually, I have a sort of... I have a source and for those. They would work by radioactive decay, not by yeah. boiling steam water. Right, uh, and I already have a source for those, and you can get them the size of a large refrigerator. You can bury them in a the backyard, and they can serve as 10 or 20 homes. Yeah, and therefore you could not easily cut off a community. Whereas when I was in the defense intelligence community a long time ago, the, uh, they had a study called NEST, the National Entity Survival Studies, right. which asked the basic question, how would you defeat Lower Slobovia? Right. Well, Lower Slobovia has particular social beliefs that they depend on. You blow up the statue of the national hero in the capital, and people suddenly realize their country is doomed. Well, we, yeah, well, they're doing that. we are even more vulnerable than that as the U.S. Yeah. yeah, they're blowing up the statues of the souls now as part of the idea of dehistorization of society. It's here and you've got a really interesting graphic here it shows uh, one of those uh, what do they call pogo sticks and it shows a rocket man on a pogo stick jumping around and about to touch the big red button in the center of the nuclear weapon he has and uh, we realize rocket man got nuclear targeting technology from the Russians in the mid 90s he also got most of his materials including microchips through China through illegal operations and legal operations through the Chinese government the PLA and other banks which they're slowly deciding to deter because the Chinese are, are very, you know, we call them the Jews of the Far East. They're business people first. No matter whether you call them Asians, they're, they're pretty dang good at business, but they're also like corrupt mafia. They're stealing $200 billion of industrial espionage per year from America and about $30 billion a year from Canada, which is proportionally even greater per, per citizen. And what people don't understand is this issue with North Korea has been something that's been brewing for decades. All the administrations have let it happen like a trigger for World War III. I'd like you to give us an analysis because 
when I worked with the FBI and CDC in Operation Top Off and Dark Winter, we had a simulation on a NOAA computer of someone coming in from Cairo, Egypt, with a weaponized version of smallpox, and we estimated 90 days would affect 93 countries and 93 million Americans. We also did a war game simulation of biological, chemical, and nuclear weapons and dirty waste bombs exploded at the Federal Center in downtown Denver. Uh, in war game, we killed everybody, by the way, with every technique we tried, including a sprayer at the second floor window of the downtown mall area uh, in 16th Avenue in downtown Denver. And we had hazmat officers and infectious disease officers going to the local hospitals, and they were supposed to back calculate what the weapon was, what the biological or radiological weapon was. But if they had a small nuke, a suitcase nuke or even a container-sized nuke in a large place, or even a radiological dirty waste medical bomb, I mean, the devastation would be mind-boggling. And people, they're not prepared for any of this stuff. Do they think this Mandalay Bay killing is the end of the road? No, no. Uh, they're intending on civil war. They want to terrorize the public so going to any public space like Mall of the Americas or a large stadia for major sports. They want people to be in a state of terror, don't they? They do, and there are two different approaches. Number one, forget using a ballistic missile as your delivery system. The ideal delivery system is a terrorist who will drive a bomb into a city in a Volkswagen van and send it off. It used to be we had the knowledge uh, that we could look at a bomb, study its isotopic pattern, and say this was made by technology from China or Pakistan or whatever. We could fingerprint it. We can't do that accurately anymore. Well, so therefore, a bomb goes off like that, and if a country doesn't take credit for it, uh, we can't go to well, war over that because we can't prove they're the well, ones who uh, delivered it. Well, let me let me give you some technology updates here. First off, that Napolitano, this is the previous uh, Homeland Security person who was under George Bush before Obama, basically said before she left office back years ago, about 10 years ago, that she couldn't stop a container bomb coming across the border from Mexico. Yeah, You don't want just a new suitcase nuke. You want a container-sized bomb that's really going to blow up a city. There's going to be hundreds of times more than Nagasaki or Hiroshima. Now, we have radiation detectors that go through the side of the vehicle, and we can break the seals and find out what it is, but we just decide not to actually test these as they come across our border. So these big trucks, and again, it was started during George Bush before even the abominator arrived. There's another technology. It's called torsion field imaging. We can actually see isotopes without looking at their simulation pattern using gravity waves and torsion field imaging from space up to miles underneath the ground or the earth. And we can see right through the earth even underground structures and tell you what material they are. And we can even identify radioisotopes. I had one actual incident because I worked with the FBI and the government and Federal Center. And we had one gentleman who actually had 120 pounds of, of high-grade uh, carbon to grab the water coming off of the of the what's called the uh, lake in northern Denver. Uh, we call it Stanley Lake because he had suspicion because he was a chemist that maybe it had toxins in it. And uh, he ran the water through this 120 pounds in his basement. They flew over his house, which they do over every city in the Western world every week, either with a plane or helicopter. And they SWAT teamed him and pinned him to the ground and went to his basement and found he, all he was doing was filtering the water from Stanley Lake because it's the groundwater that comes off of the Schwarzman mine, which is highly radioactive, and water that was also leaking into Stanley Lake was coming off Rocky Flats, which I released information on. It's part of the reason why I got in trouble with the Colorado Board of Examiners because they didn't want me to release the Superfund site and what was really going on there, which is still releasing tons 
of radioisotopes into the North Platte River heading toward, uh, you know, the adjacent state, Nebraska. So what people need to understand is a radiological bomb or 10,000 uh, terrorists, they all have to do is just drive along with a shotgun and blow up the step-down transformers and the power grid. If the power grid goes, I have the classified first-hand information from the U.S., Canada, and Australia, the Aussies, 90% of the population will be dead in six months from, from starvation, dehydration, diarrhea, violence, and cannibalism. Well, that's Believe the point of the NEST studies. The NEST studies looked at the U.S. and see what mm-hmm. our vulnerability was. What one Achilles heel could you strike in us? And it is our dependent on technology. I mean, in downtown Los Angeles or so on, you have people who have never slept with a night, without a nightlight. They still have their childhood fear of the dark. They've never known water not to be there on tap. They've never known the stuff not to go down when they flush the toilet. Uh, they, they depend on their supermarket, even though even by normal purchasing it only has a four-day supply of food. It would have 15 right. minutes in a disaster. Right. They don't know how to get gasoline if it's shut down. Uh, you give me a team of 30 trained terrorists in conventional tactics, and I can shut down all of Los Angeles for you. Oh, easy, easy, easy. Now, here's the... Los Angeles depends on four electrical power ties and four water links, and that's about it. And I mean, you shut those off, L.A. is in trouble. They also have very few police, by the way. People right. don't realize it. They have like one policeman for every 1,100 people. And wow. that depends on the police being able to move, having gasoline, being able to go fast down a freeway or That's why we, a link. You take yeah. away the gasoline, they will no longer be able to cover places. Now, the reason why I mention all these things, the same things going on in the financial world is that happened in Mandalay Bay. People don't realize we're being steered like cattle uh, into, you know, like sheep, into a disaster kill zone financially. And that's why... And it's uh, smaller is, and smaller cages, yes. Smaller cages. For example, you know about the resilient cities in Italy, right? They actually met with Obama, I think, around 40 times over the last eight years. Before I, I did want to tell people one other aspect, though. Even more than nuclear, if you want to have uh, real disorientation of a population, give me some VX nerve gas and watch what I can do. In 1968, at Dugway Proving Ground, the... Uh, chemical weapon testing ground in Utah, they had a few pounds of VX nerve gas get loose, right? be caught in a breeze. Uh, within 24 hours, sheep up to 50 miles away were dying in convulsions from ingesting as little as 10 molecules of oh, yeah. it's, it's, to, uh, to say that Kim Il-jung killed his half-brother by using this, that's rather unusual because once that gets into open air, it is very, very deadly. Now, is this a deeply secret stuff to make? No, we in the British have published how you make it. Uh, that's in yeah. libraries all over the world. Uh, is it yeah. expensive to make or hard? No, a college sophomore in chemistry could make a bathtub full of it. Well, for a cost of about five dollars a pint. Do you know how? What, do you know how you can do with a pint? You could kill a third of the people in New York City. Wait, and if you want to weaponize anthrax, you know what you need? Fabric softener. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, you go down to the Walmart or the grocery store and you get fabric softener. If you just go and get a cow patty out in the field and just, you know, basically put it through a millipore filter and pull the, uh, the, the, the anthrax spores, you just have to stick it through fabric softener and for a few bucks, it's weaponized. You can walk in a spray bottle and go into a bus or uh, whatever, just spray it out the window and weaponized anthrax will not accumulate so it will get past respiratory bronchioles.
So a few microspores will give you anthrax in so many hours, and it spreads like crazy because if someone starts coughing, they're coughing spores everywhere else. Now, by the way, the government has done more than 200 tests of, of urban areas in the United States and found exactly just how quickly this can spread. When that made news, I remember United Press International called me to talk about it because I've written quite a bit about such things. Right. And uh, I had to say to them, well, you realize that the gang from Fort Detrick actually showed how easy it would be to assassinate the president with this right. stuff. And the way they did it is they had ordinary tourists go through the White House and just sit down a tiny vial of chemistry in one of the planters there. Really? It would be picked up by the Oval Office air conditioner and carried directly into the Oval Office. They wouldn't have to send somebody with a gun in there. They would just kill the president by his Uh-oh. air conditioning system. Yeah, we need to be a lot more careful. I think we need to be demeditating everybody. We need to actually have chemical and uh, scalar technology to pick up chemical and radiological I, I weapons. Think the, I think people should get the free book at 800-630-1492. And what's the name of the book? Uh, Money, Morality, and the Machine. And that's the website, too. The website, Money, Morality, and the Machine.com. You'll be back on Thursday, the uh, 12th. Should be an interesting day, the day before Friday the 13th. Amazing. What an amazing analysis. How uh, you improve your focus, your memory, your sleep? A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter-in-an-hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to NutriMedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And listen to the NutriMedical Report on the Genesis Radio Network with open lines every weekday. NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together.